Hello, how's it going? Hi, Zach is dumb. No, you're pretty stupid. You're pretty stinky. No, you're pretty terrible. No. Yeah, well, I mean, I gave it one star on Amazon, and, you know. Good. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Is it is it the worst movie that you think you and I have seen together? Um, I don't know. I feel like we've probably seen pretty bad movies together, but that one was in the top five for sure. All right, so, yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we just... Got finished watching the Boondock Saints, the 1999 movie about two brothers that become vigilantes, and it's an inexplicably popular movie amongst turd balls and idiots, and but it is it's popular. So, uh, what movie did I think it was? Oh, you thought it was Reservoir Dogs? <laughs> yeah, because it had. Guys and guns. Guys and guns. And they wear suits? Uh, in Reservoir Dogs, they wear suits. In this, they just wore jeans and turtlenecks. I have so many feelings about this movie. All right, well. They're all bad. I mean, okay, so what were your uh, what were your initial impressions? Um, The scene changes. Right, the constant like fade to black without explaining what happened. And then, and then it jumps backs. forward in time, and then it flashes back. What fucking kind of filmmaking is that? Well, in in the late nineties, like there was a big emphasis on chopping up your um, chopping up your editing and chopping up your storytelling to like I don't know to it's I call it the Pulp Fiction effect because he reverses the chronology of the storylines in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, but in Pulp Fiction, at least there's shit happening, and like there's no fade to black. Or there's not as many fade to blacks where it's like, wait, what did I just see? And now I have to get it explained to me. It's like, at least there's a scene where shit is actually going on. And then we can find out later, like, the depth of that scene. But you don't just create a bar fight that's like right before they fight. And then just be like, I'll show you. And then fade to black. And then they're beaten up in an alleyway. And then Willem Dafoe comes out and it's like, guitar cool guy and then you mean when he gets out of the car it's like yes. a guitar a guitar solo and then he slow motion walks to yes. the yes and then he plays opera like okay we get the opera matching with the church choir like i get that but god what a fucking stupid well so i mean the story behind this movie is well i wouldn't say it's notorious because not that many people know it but apparently like the the script for the movie was at one point really popular in Hollywood. Like, everybody wanted to make this. But the guy that wrote it, his name is Troy Duffy. There's actually a great documentary called Overnight about the making of this movie and how much of a monumental, like, egomaniacal asshole this Troy Duffy turned out to be. Because Boondock Saints was originally bought and funded by Miramax, which should tell you a lot. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Good old Harvey Weinstein. His fingerprints all over this movie. But... At the same time, it was it was bought and it was going to be like this huge release, right? It was going to be huge. And then the director turned out to be such a fucking just awful, awful human that they only released it in five theaters. 
That's funny. And but then when it came out on DVD, like it got an inexplicable, inexplicable. I can't couldn't say that word for a second. Cult following. No. And so that's where we are right now. It's fucking terrible. And anyone yeah. who thinks this movie is good is a garbage human. And I would love. To know who of my friends thinks that this is a good movie, I really, so that I, I really, can <laughs> vehemently unfriend them. Just not be their friend. I just can't. This movie is so bad for so many reasons. Yeah. Let's begin, shall we? Well, we have begun. <laughs> First blackout scene. Whatever. Fade to black. Yeah. Willem Dafoe's character as a whole. Why did he need to be gay? There's nothing wrong with the fact that he's gay. But it had literally nothing to do with the storyline. Yeah, it didn't do much. Just so it that he could just... slide in the word fag but as it, a shock value. Yeah, well, but also like to make it seem like he can say that because he's gay. No. No. You're just a, you're still a fucking asshole. Yeah. And someone wanted to say the word fag and they just thought it might be better if a gay person said it. But Willem Dafoe's character had no reason to be gay. There was one scene where they tell you he's gay... And then the rest after that had literally nothing to do with it. And the fact that he listens to opera doesn't help him in any more scenes. He just is overly dramatic and figuring stuff out. Also, he doesn't investigate anything. He just appears and then he's like, here's what happened. (laughs) Like he's a fucking psychic. Like, no, that's not how anything happens in real life. And I understand it's a movie. It's not real life. But like, let's be somewhat real. Like... Yeah, a you don't movie just about... walk upon a scene because you're in the FBI and you're like, oh, here's what happened. Oh, there's a third person. Oh, a movie about cops and bad guys. You got to have it somewhat grounded in reality. Like it's not fucking superheroes, so it has to be somewhat grounded in reality. And this movie was not realistic in almost any sense. And it was just a. I don't know. I get. I always got the feeling like over the years when I would hear people talk about this movie, that's like, it's just male wish fulfillment. Yeah. Like, that's all it is. It's just like... Ooh, we're Irish and we're brothers and that means something. We just want to... We want to kill the bad guys and get away with all of it. And, and everybody's going to also look at us as heroes. The fucking... The funny guy or whatever, who's a loose cannon. Yeah, the funny guy. I wasn't sad when he died at all. And they were all sad about it, but it's like, he's a piece of shit. And he got set up because he works with pieces of shit. Yeah. And they really should have just killed him if they're based on morals. He didn't care. He just wanted to murder people. Yeah. And he's not funny. No. So fuck well, you, funny guy. Were there any instances where this movie was funny? No. Maybe. Did you, did you like any of this movie? I mean, I liked how much they said fuck, I guess. If you're going to have a proper action movie, you should be cursing a lot, especially if you're Irish. But you shouldn't bank on that carrying the whole film. What, the cursing? Yeah. Yeah. Or the fact that you're Irish at all. Great, you're Irish. Except... Daryl isn't. Daryl? You mean Norman Reedus? Whatever. (laughs) Oh, shit. To be fair, I didn't recognize him at first. I had to ask you, who was that Yeah, Walking Dead guy. Why do I notice him? Daryl from The Walking Dead. Well, it's just like, I don't know. It's It's kind of crazy that they actually got Willem Dafoe to be in this movie, you know? I think it's not Willem Dafoe's best... Well, yeah. ...performance... No, but he still elevates the movie because he's above every other actor in this well, movie. Well, sure. The whole movie has... I mean... There's no scene that... It just doesn't mesh. The whole movie doesn't mesh. It's like... 
scene after scene after scene where it's a flash forward and then we're just given a flashback. Like, fucking... That gets so old. I don't care what time frame it's in. That's sh- that shit is old. Yeah, and it's... I mean, it's an extremely tonally inconsistent movie. Like, it just jumps from, like... Look how hilarious it is that the funny guy is, like, groping a woman's titty while she's unconscious. Fake titty. But then... Sure. Well, who cares about that? I'm just making a note. <laughs> you passed out and your titty is perfectly round and your nipples sticking out. Yeah, but who cares? Just saying. Oh. Anyway. Anyway, that's irrelevant to the whole proceedings. I'm just saying it's funny that, like... Oh, let's jump from him just groping a woman to oh but it's funny that they caught him groping a woman to all right well now they're gonna murder three guys in a peep peep show booth to nope now the cops show up and it's a serious crime scene investigation it's just like it's yeah you're right it's all over the place fucking from frame one it's just it doesn't make any sense and there are so many times during the film where i had to be like wait what's happening Oh, so this is what I'm supposed to just buy now? Like, even the fucking conversation between literally any character, even the Willem Dafoe and, like, the other detective where he's like, buy me a coffee. Oh, can I just say, does he say cafe latte? He does say cafe latte. With some lemon? I don't know. I think it sounds like he does say lemon. It sounded like he said with lemon. Yeah, it sounds like he does. Which made me want to die because, first of all, what? Second of all, any writer in the history of time that ever drank coffee would never say with a lemon. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> is that what he really said? I need someone to make this clear to me. What does he say? Because if it is with lemon, the whole movie should be. Flush down the toilet. I don't well, the whole movie that. should be flushed down the toilet anyway. It should, but this, based on that alone, this, with lemon. This movie is actually... I just thought of this. This movie would probably be the favorite movie of the Captain America villain that you hate, Crossbones. Oh, Remember Crossbones. the Jim, Jim Tough Guy? God. This is, this is every Jim Tough Guy's... Mark. Yeah. Mark the Tough Guy. Mark the Tough Guy. Who Mark the Jim Rat, yeah. Yeah, who was named Brett, but we changed that for your Yeah. Anyway... Yeah, it fucking would be his favorite movie. What is, a piece of shit. This is probably every gym rat's favorite movie. There's no reason it should be any Yeah, I just favorite. fucking, you know, I just fucking love how they, uh, you know, they got guns and they just fucking kill who they want. And the neighborhood loves them and they're heroes. Oh my god. <laughs> I just can't. I don't know if I've ever met anyone who could justify this movie, but I've never brought it up. I don't know, maybe you should start talking to people about it. Like, just casually mention, like, have you guys seen Boondock Saints? And see who freaks out and gets excited about it. And then it. I can be like... And then you can be like, we're not friends anymore. Yeah, I, that was a test. You failed. We're no longer friends. It's a fucking terrible movie. I can't... I just... Oh, you had a vision in the jail when the water was... Oh, let's talk about the the scene you laughed at where they kept flashing to... Yeah, the, they just kept showing slow motion there. <laughs> Their cross necklaces banging against the wall, like <laughs> let's let's hammer home in slow motion that these two are religious and they're driven by a religious mission. This is for Jesus, and this is this is for Irish Jesus. Like why? And this is let's just keep showing that and repeating it 
every time that they do something, the cross is banging against the wall in slow motion. I just They're weighed down by their sins. I hated every single character. Yeah. I hated the plot. <laughs> how do people how is this a cult classic? And is it funny in nineteen ninety nine to be like, ha ha, gay detective? Well yeah, in nineteen ninety nine of course. Ha ha, he's gay, he calls other gays fags. Cool. He's so cool. Well, I mean, okay, so just think about it, like nineteen ninety nine. Like a Southie in Boston sees this, they're like, Oh, what the fuck? There's a fucking fag. Yeah. And then they're like, Oh, but he calls other gays fags. Ho <laughs> ho, so we like him. Yeah. No. That's exactly that's you literally described probably why the character was included. God. What why even bother? Just don't. Just why does Willem Dafoe need a romantic life at all? The Boondock Saints more like the Boondock Taint. Ah. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> oh God! I just don't uh, understand. Shit. It's not a good action movie. Nah, it's pretty bad. Like, I mean, a lot of it is just bad filmmaking. Like, there's the editing is sloppy. Yeah. There's too much slow motion. There's an over reliance on slow there's motion. Way too much fade out. Yeah. You don't need a fade out after every scene. <laughs> Well, you can tell this is a movie from a first-time filmmaker. I mean, clearly. He was I trying feel like to do... I could have made this movie in high school. Yeah. I did make movies in high school for my creative writing class. And this is, pro- this is probably worse than any movie you made in high school. Probably. This is a movie for, like made by fucking middle school kids. Like, I, my opening <laughs> like, scene... Like, this is all shit that they would find funny. My opening scene for my creative writing movie had... Like transatlanticism by Death Cab, and it was like <laughs> flashes of everyone's shitty life. And I was the director and the filmmaker. There Jesus. were nine people in that class. All right. And it was like a girl who was pregnant, and then like a kid who had like parents who were fighting, and it was just like flashes between all of this, and it was all said to transatlanticism. And like it was so much a 17 year old me move. No, 16-year-old That still sounds like a better movie than this Better movie than this. I don't even remember what happens in that movie, but it's better than this. Uh, Yeah, well, (laughs) there's not... If it sounds like we don't have a lot to say about this movie, it's more because it's just we're stumbling over our own anger. I just don't understand, honestly, how this movie has four stars. On Amazon. On Amazon, out of five. And what did you say... I rev- you reviewed it for me. What did you say? I just said it's garbage, and that's all I said. <laughs> Very accurate. <laughs> I don't... Please, I, I just really push anyone to try to tell me this movie is good for any... Really I don't know if there's anybody that you would know that loves this movie, but I definitely think that like there were people that would try to defend it. But I don't know how anybody could defend it on like good filmmaking grounds you know it's terrible it's like really it's just really sloppy the writing is terrible the acting is just awful i mean willem dafoe tries but how much can you fucking do with a with a gay detective character that's whose homosexuality is just used as a joke you know i mean really yeah and he's somehow a psychic he's no real detective it doesn't take him any time to figure out what happened. Yeah, he walks up to crime scenes and he's like, okay, I got it. Yeah, he just <laughs> walks in and he's like, here's what happened. Yeah. Here's the scenario. Like, you sh- no, you would have your own TV show if that were the case. Hey, but you know something positive about this? I bet you liked Star Wars The Force Awakens more than this movie. <laughs> oh, that's a... 
you gotta be fucking kidding me. Of course you like Star Wars more than this movie. I mean, yeah. It's like comparing, like, cat shit and dog shit. <laughs> I love cat shit. <laughs> I just say they both smell bad and they both don't provide much but if i have to choose i'll choose one which or the one other. cat shit or dog shit well i have a cat and her shit's pretty bad so, so dog shit probably dog shit yeah yeah <laughs> at least you can go outside with that <laughs> you're trapped inside with a cat personal experience but it's i get i, I don't like you know all the years since this movie's been out, I've, oh, I've, I've always actually tried to figure out, like, who this movie's for. Because like, I don't see, like, any rational human adult being like, this movie's great. Mm-mm. But also, at the same time, like, how many teenagers could get a hold of this movie? I mean, I know the internet now is like, you know, you can fucking find anything that you want. But how many teenagers could actually see this movie? I'm sure if, like, middle schoolers saw this, they'd be like, that was great. Because there's cussing and blood and tits and... <laughs> Yeah, there's like one tit. But that's like <laughs> but that's like all the movie is for. I mean, and is that enough of a reason to create a movie? No. Even fucking funny guy, his attitude I mean, he has first of all, his girlfriend shows up with her friend and she's what, like a prostitute or some shit? She's just a junkie. Yeah, yeah but there's no backstory to anyone. Like when they walked in after they killed the cat or whatever, and right. I was like, "Who are these girls?" And you were like, "Oh, that's so and so's girlfriend." And I was like, "How am I supposed to know this? These bitches just arrive with the brothers at home, and then she's like, "Where's my cat?" Like, who did they make a comment about it being her cat? Or I, f- uh, I don't know. They just, I think like, after they killed it, maybe I don't know. All I know is she's there and her friend's there. And then he's like, we're breaking up because I just killed a bunch of people at a deli and I got to get out of here. Yeah. Which I still don't understand why he killed those people at the deli. Because, um... In hindsight, he found, was really just happening. He found out that he did get set up. Remember when they... The hotel little shootout massacre thing? Yeah. And he went in there with a six-shooter... And they were like, it was nine guys. You know, they set you up. So he oh, did right. find out that he get, got set up. So he just went berserk and killed everybody at the at the Italian deli. Oh. I just don't care. And then he's like, <laughs> we got to get out of here. And then she's like, where's my cat? And he's like, I fucking killed your cat. Yeah. But I just don't understand. Like, what's the point? And also... Okay. Well, he thinks it's funny. The writer director thinks it's funny. No, here's that's the uh, there, it's not a point, but that's why it's done. Well, here's the shitty, like timeline fuck up for that. It's like the brothers were drinking, the brothers were drinking, and then funny guy joins them, mm-hmm. right, in the same apartment. So we're led to believe this is funny. This is the brothers' apartment, and funny guy just joins them. Otherwise, why would they be in that apartment? Right. Okay. So then the cat is there and then the girls show up and she's like, where's my cat? So we're left to believe what? That's her apartment or the funny guy's apartment? I, yeah, that's, you couldn't really understand like if it was their shared apartment or if he's just, if funny guy is fucking squatting there. And with yeah. the cat? Yeah. Like just, it takes two seconds to figure this shit out. It's like a fucking film director was like, Oh, uh, put a cat in the scene. Oh, we'll make up for it later. Like, (laughs) no! What's the point? Why did the cat need to get shot anyway? Because it's funny in the midst of all this shooting and, like, religion. 
It's not. It's just bullshit. Like. Yeah. Well, it's not funny. None it of the movie's funny. It didn't make any sense. There's no storyline. There's just blackout <laughs> scenes that fade into nothing. Scenes. And then, yeah. they Well, it all follows the same formula. It goes, the brothers talk about and show up to somebody's place that they're going to kill them. Fade to black. The cops show up, investigate the crime scene. Willem Dafoe says, here's what happened. Then it flashes back. <laughs> Because it's the, but I'm telling you, like in the 90s, there was an emphasis on like, after Pulp Fiction, see, Pulp Fiction created bad shit like this. Pulp Fiction is a good movie, but it all, it created waves of like, terrible, terrible movies where they're violent and the characters are funny in their minds. But they're not funny. They're just violent. It's not, there's no humor. It's not actual clever. It's not good dialogue. The dialogue sucks. What most people missed about Pulp Fiction is that the characters were good, the dialogue was great, the story was great. Yeah. You Shot could get Marvin in the face. That was a really funny scene. It was but sad. it's not only that. Like it it, all it would take is just a small monologue, and then you get then you get a sense of who the character is. Yeah. This movie spent almost two hours, and we still don't know anything about the characters. No, we know all zero. we know is they're Irish. And they shoot people. Let's lead this into the fact that the end means their dad's there. Yeah, their dad. Okay, I have so much to say about this. First of all, what the fuck? Second of all, <laughs> this man shows up at their crime scene where they shoot all these men and he's shooting at them. We don't know who he is. They say, it's an ambush. It's not an ambush. It's one guy shooting at three right, guys. Yeah. It's not an ambush. In yeah. fact, they're an ambush on him realistically. And so, we don't know who this guy is. We don't know who he works for. He's just old and, like, looks cool because he's got six, six guns. guns. yeah. <laughs> and so, he's shooting at them, and it leads Willem Dafoe to be able to find that finger funny guy or whatever. Right. And then Dad just shows up at the house that they're captive in. And we do we find out who took them captive and no. how? Remember they just jumped ahead. They just jumped ahead. They jumped ahead but forgot to flashback. <laughs> they forgot to flashback. <laughs> We're just captive in a house now. No yeah. explanation. No, nobody to show. No, but Willem Dafoe knows how we got there caught. because yeah. he's psychic. Yeah, he's not just a detective. Well, remember the only the only warning they gave us was remember when the brothers called him on the payphone mm-hmm. and said we're gonna do those guys at the house tonight. That's the only reason Willem Dafoe knew where they were there. But they never showed... <laughs> they just cut from that scene to them being in a basement. They never showed how they were caught. No. They never showed how they got tied up. They just... <laughs> they forgot to do the flashback. It's painful. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then Dad shows up. And the only reason he doesn't kill these guys, which we don't know what motive Dad has. Why is he trying to shoot at them to begin with? It makes you believe he's on the Because he got hired by the Italians oh. earlier in the movie. Cool. We're just led to believe that. And then uh, he sneaks up on him, and then he just finishes their prayer, which is a family prayer. It is. And so they're like, oh, Papa? Except they don't. <laughs> they don't. They just look up at him, and they're like, oh, oh, Papa? Because you're finishing this prayer. Now, we have no backstory as to why they aren't in communication with their father. Mm, no. They don't recognize this man, first of all, who was shooting at them as as their father. No. But now that he's... That is the other funny prayer. thing is, they... <laughs> 
That is the other hilarious plot hole is while the three of them are shooting at this man, they don't notice that it's their father and they can't just say, hey, Pop. Yeah, or like, hey, did you think that guy looked like Dad? Dad, stop. He was wearing a trench coat and sunglasses, but. Hey, Dad, uh, stop. Yeah. Nope. It's only when he finishes (laughs) the prayer. It's fucking anime, like Sailor Moon bullshit. Like, oh, I wore my hair in a different style and put an eye mask on. No one knows. No, who I it's could it's Clark be. Kent Superman bullshit. Yeah. He, he wore dark sunglasses, and they're like, I don't know, that guy doesn't really yeah. look like Dad. It might be, but I don't. But think then it he is. saves them with their prayer, and then they decide, oh, we're teaming together, and now we're gonna kill this guy in court. Which good fucking luck. And then the movie just ends without like they escape freely. Well, that's the other thing is going into a court, there's way more security than just fucking two guards. Well, you don't just get to slide your guns over the top of the fucking security beeper. Like, go fuck yourself. Like I said, this movie is just, it's just wish fulfillment, like, among gym rats. It makes me want to punch people in the face. <laughs> Anyone who's like, Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints is one of the greatest movies ever. Ace film. Like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Southie Boston bullshit. This is, hey, this is what toxic, uh, toxic. <laughs> this is what taxes get you. No, this is what toxic masculinity happens. You know, this type of movies it makes. It makes me mad. Yeah. So this director was a piece of shit. Yeah, we we're. Uh, I'm gonna try and find the um, documentary because I really want you to watch it as to how much of a turd ball this guy is. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. He doesn't know anything about making movies, and has he made anything since? Yeah, the Boondock Saints, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super successful. Can you not wait to watch that movie? Yeah. Um, uh, put it on now. Can't Please. wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. This might... I mean, we've only... This will be our third episode, but this will easily be our shortest episode, because it's the least we have to say about any movie, because... What else can you say besides it's awful and don't waste your fucking time? I just honestly don't understand how anyone could justify this movie as being a classic, which I feel like is what I've grown up with. Because, let's see, it came out when I was eight. And I've heard about it from shitty high school boys. Well, yeah, that's who it was for. Right. But it's not a classic, Stop trying to pretend it's a classic. Um, never tell anyone you like it, especially a lady. Keep it deep within you. <laughs> I mean, just bury it. So wait, are, is this advice for men that you're getting yes. into? Yes, yes. Men, if you like this movie, do not tell a woman that you're just interested don't. in that and you do. And it's not about feminism. It's literally just like, I watch this movie. I like action movies. I actually like Quentin Tarantino movies, even though we talked earlier. I yeah. know he is not original and he steals a lot of ideas. I get that. I still love Django and Kill Bill and Hateful Eight and mm-hmm. all that shit. I love action movies. I love Crank. I love really fun, bullshit, dumb, ruthless action. Right. But this movie is so poorly made that if if we weren't married and we had met and you, on our first <laughs> day, if I had seen this movie now and on our first day, you would have been like... Top five favorite movies. Citizen Kane. Because <laughs> I would start the list with Citizen Kane and then immediately move right in. Citizen Kane. Boondock Saints. <laughs> this is hypothetical. Yeah. I'm just saying, I would be like, oh shit, this person has terrible taste in movies. Because 
spoiler alert, Citizen Kane, also not that amazing. Alright, all right. okay, you just, no, alright, you, that's, Sorry. that goes a little too far there. Sorry. That's ridiculous. But, <laughs> Citizen Kane, Boondock Saints, you've got mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking Star Wars, the new ones, not the old ones. The Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> With Will Smith's son, James Yeah, so the, the remake, not the original <laughs> shit. <laughs> that's what I feel like this is. Like, I, I mean, that's good advice. So, men, you've heard it here first. Lindsay's warning you. If you have a girl you're interested in and you've maybe been on a date or you've talked and you, the next date you go on, if she asks you your favorite movies, just fucking lie if the Boondock Saints is one of them. Don't tell her. Just don't. Just don't even bother. I mean, choose a better action movie. Yeah. Just don't. Because you like... Wait till you're married to reveal <laughs> that you love the Boondock Saints. Just... You like good, like good action. You love Heat, right? Yeah, that's the Al Pacino movie. Yeah, we've talked about it in every episode. I know, we've done so but far. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you like real action movies with like shitty, good acting and good dialogue and, and good like, filmmaking, like corrupt humans that are like killing people based on their own morale. Like, I get it. I get it. I right, do. Right. This movie does it very poorly. And yeah, it's it does. Not, it's not good. Yeah. Just choose a different one. And don't try, just because you're white, don't try to relate to the Irishmen who are like, <laughs> no, we're Irish brothers and this is what we do. We kill the bad guys. Like, no, you're not fucking Irish, probably. You're probably English mixed. Yeah. Well, I mean, you probably have some Irish in you, but you're also, you're not a fucking, like, saint. No, even like Irish people now don't watch this movie and say it's good. I don't believe you. I could go to Ireland and be like, what do you think about this movie? And I bet they would hate it. I, yeah, I hope they would. I, if I ever met a real Irish person... I hope like, every country hates this movie. <laughs> I hope they hate it, and they bury it, and they never talk about it again. What a waste of my fucking time. All right, well, so that was the Boondock Saints. Um, I guess... Four stars for you? Five? Four and a half? <laughs> Definitely. No greater than one star. So about half a star. Half a star. A fourth a star. Based on the uh, like excessive use of the word fuck. And uh, the joke the brother made when he was like, when crazy man, funny man was saying fuck in all the different ways. When he finds out they're the ones who murdered those nine guys. And he's like, that's... Like all the uses of the word or whatever. Right. Cute. That's the only Cute. reason I like that that movie. Half a star. Cute. All right. Well, cool. I, I promise next time we'll watch something worthwhile. Worthwhile. That's what I said. <laughs> worthwhile. Okay. Well, I'll try. I'll try and pick something. Thanks. Okay. Sorry. Bye.